If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's totally free and you will be able to get paid from your podcast with no minimum listenership. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Music, and many more. Join Anchor today. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Back again, episode four, I believe, of the B-Sides with K-Fonts. Um, I hope everybody had a productive week, had a great weekend, was able to enjoy some of the weather, hang out with family and friends, and just live, man. So I hope everybody had fun, and we are ready to talk. And we are ready to talk about the Carter Three by Little Wayne. You knew it was going to happen sooner than later. This guy right here, I mean, he's a shell of himself nowadays. I think nowadays it's nostalgic, but from, I would like to say, 2005 through 2000, I want to say 10 or 11, he was unmatched. This man was unmatched. So we are going to talk about the Carter Three which is, in my opinion, and everybody has their own, the greatest hip-hop album ever to be put on wax. I stand by that wholeheartedly, and I'm actually kind of disappointed that I don't have the deluxe version. I only have the uh, regular EP that has eight songs on it. So, I mean, we won't be long this week because we have, we only have eight songs to talk about, but... um. Give me one second. I'm going to let you guys know what we are missing at this point. Let's see. So, on this side, well, sorry, on this album that I have, we have three Pete, Mr. Carter, Amelie, Got Money, Comfortable, Dr. Carter, Phone Home, and Tie My Hands. So, we are missing Mrs. Officer, You Ain't Got Nothing, La La, Let the Beat Build, Shoot Me Down, Don't Get It, Lollipop, Playing With Fire. So I think the deluxe version is what? 12 tracks? Yes, 12 tracks. We got eight, but... I mean, for what we got, it's still a good time, man. Um, so let's go. Let's get into this thing. Um, the Carter Three was released June tenth, two thousand eight, which made me a fresh seventeen years old. Well, I didn't know I was that young. This was my first concert I went to around the time this um, this album came out. So I think I went. I was 18, so I went in 2009. It was the America's Most Wanted tour when Drake was just getting hot, Nicki Minaj, Tyga. This was 
then this was like the best thing of my life. Um, let's see. It was released on Cash Money, of course, by Universal and Young, Young Money Entertainment. Um, it came out after all the Drought 3s, the Drought series, I should say, um, and all the other mixtapes he's had over during that span of time. And, you know, we were in high school, most of the people listening to this. So this got massive rotation between me and my friends, black, white, Asian, Hispanic. Everybody loved this dude during this time. Um when he released the album, he had a bunch of features on it, but I mean, I think that's part of what made it great. He had Jay-Z on it, T-Pain, Robin Thicke, Busta Rhymes, and Kanye. There was like some leak allegations during this time about this album coming out, so I think he switched everything around, and let's see, during that time, it was the most anticipated release in 2008. It debuted at number one in the U.S. Billboard 200, selling over one million copies in the first week, which made it one of the fastest-selling albums in the United States. When I tell you this man was in his bag at some point in time, it reached sales of 2.88 million copies by the end of 2008. And it came out in the middle of the year. So from June to December, it got 2.88 million copies. It had 2.88 million copies sold. Um, and it produced four singles that achieved, achieved chart success, including the international hit Lollipop, a Billboard Hot 100 hit, A Millie, Got Money, and Mrs. Officer. That man was it this year, that year, I should say. Um, and let's get into this track list, man, of what I have. So we are, well, before we get to the track list, it was produced by Colin Dre, Jim Johnson, Just Blaze, Kanye, Manny Fresh, The Runners, Timberland. And Will I Am, to name a few. Um, so this guy, just during that time, he was unstoppable. I can't say enough about it. Um, let's see. So the lead-off track on this album that I have, I think it's the lead-off tracks, the lead-off track on the deluxe version as well, is Three P. This man. Just started talking shit as soon as he got on the mic. He said, and I quote, No sitting at the table with you bringing nothing to it. And I get straight to it like it's nothing to it. Yeah, I got game like Stuart Scott. Fresh out the ESPN shop. And with sports in the popping, everything's stopping. But you can't fool me. I know who you watching. Obviously, I'm not a rapper, but... <laughs> But, man, this guy got on the mic talking shit, and I love it. Next song, Mr. Carter, him and Jay-Z, just going back and forth. Um, it's just like, this was after Jay-Z's prime. This is at the height of Lil Wayne. 
So it was just like the new best and the former best. And I mean, it's all, it's again, I'll keep saying it. Music is relative. Like, for instance, my dad and my sister, Jay-Z, um, got a homie in New Mexico. This dude, <laughs> if you, uh, if you don't like Jay, that's a character flaw. Like, it's people that stand for Jay-Z, just like I stand for Wayne. But to me, and it's probably going to sound blasphemous, but Lil Wayne, I'll rap that man on that song. I mean, it should have been like that. This is 2008, so he was 26, and Jay-Z was like 40. So, I mean, no disrespect to Hov. He's one of one of the greatest to touch a mic. To me, he's still in the on my Mount Rushmore hip hop artist, but Wayne was just coming into his own and he was the best rapper. Um a Millie would be the third track on the album. And that just got everything hype. I wasn't like a big party dude, like I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't with the in crowd then. At that point in my life, I wasn't going to parties and all that. But just like, just hearing it on the radio. And the song was everywhere on TV, sports games. Well, sporting events, not games. But that one, to me, is the best track on the album. Then we got Got Money. And on the whole opposite end of the spectrum, I hate that damn song. And it's just because, and I think I said this before, it's like your favorite artist, um, they have that one song where like everybody knows it, everybody quotes it, um, people that don't even like the artist like the song, and it's just like during that time, everybody on Facebook, chicks, dudes, young, old, bitch, I'm the bomb, like tick. Tick. And I was like, okay, I can't stand this damn song. And, like, nothing against T-Pain. He did his thing. I think T-Pain is a great artist in his own right, but I just hate the song. Um, So I'm not even going to talk about too much about that because that song is trash to me. Obviously not. If it was on the top 100, I am definitely a minority in my way of thinking about that song, but... It's awful. Uh, comfortable baby face. I thought that was a nice spin on a. I can't think of the song by Beyonce, but to the left, to the left. Um, it's just like a male's perspective of that. Like you shouldn't get too comfortable either, because I am Little Wayne, or you can just put yourself in there. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm that guy. So like, don't ever get too comfortable. Um, obviously. I love my girl. I don't feel like that about her. So this was just like a young man's anthem. Like, I'm 18, 17, 18, I'm out here. But just like as a 30-year-old man and being in a respectable late relationship, I would never tell her that. Um, Dr. Carter, I think, is the most uh, creative song on the album. He obviously played a doctor and it's just like he pretty much referred to hip hop as patience and the first two of them he lost but the second one he brought back to life I think was like one of the most 
creative songs I ever heard, and it definitely was the, the most creative on that album by far. Let me play you, actually play you the song so you can hear it. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm new to this, so I'm not getting monetized for it. I don't know what I can and cannot do, what I can and cannot play, but we'll see. We'll figure it out. Hey, Dr. Carter to the rescue, excuse me. Like, 
Man, that took me back. And it's crazy. Um, I listen to this album like once a week or if it's just on the shuffle in my car or whatever. And I forgot most of the words, obviously. I mean, I'm not a rapper. None of that. <laughs> but I forgot most of the words. He said he doesn't even listen to a song um, after he records it. He doesn't write, obviously. Um he doesn't listen to that song unless he's performing it on stage. Then, like he said, he'll bang it in the car on his way to the concert um, rehearsal to try to remember the words. But dude never fails when he's on stage. I've seen him, what, seven times in the last five years? Or, sorry, five times in the last seven years? Like, dude's a pro. I mean, no matter all the lean, drinking, and whatever other drugs this man has did or is on or has has done in his life. I mean, he, he, what am I trying to say here? He um perfected his craft. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he, like, dude, he said, I just banged the song out on the way or I listen to it when I'm on stage just trying to remember the words, but dude, it was great. Um, so, I just showed you that song just from a, a creative standpoint. I mean, I like what he's talking about, but it's definitely one of the most creative songs I've heard to date and the most creative song on that album. Um, side four, he was doing some good rapping and falling home. He was an alien because uh, this was during the time he said he's a Martian. So it was just like him being an alien and it was from Planet Wheezy. Another creative song, like, now that I think about it, and I'm not just singing the words, I'm actually, like, just looking at it and studying it. This whole album was, like, pretty creative. Um, then, on this album, the last song is Tie My Hands with Robin Thicke. Um, slow song, it's just, like, talking about the state of the world. Good way to end the album. Great album. Um, he won a Grammy for Lollipop. Um, I think, I don't know if this won Best Rap Album that year, but I think it did. Don't quote me on it. I'll have to look it up. But I am pretty sure that this was Best Rap Album in the Grammys. I mean, <sighs> The weekend didn't even win a damn Grammy this year. So, I mean, sometimes they get it right. Sometimes they don't. But in 2008, they definitely got it right was giving him the best rap album. But as always, my good friends, my good people, I have been K Fonts. I have some adult things to do, like my laundry and <laughs> make my bed and get myself mentally prepared for work tomorrow. So I will catch you guys all later, um, probably later this week. I'm going to try to cover that uh, J. Cole off-season album. So 
You might get two episodes this week. Who knows? Um, but yeah, just wanted to get that one off. Um, that is my favorite body of work, any genre. Um, dude's like a shell of himself. He won't cut them dreads off, but to me, Wayne's the goat. He can do whatever. Um, but yeah, have a productive week, my friends. Uh, again, just stay motivated and do what you want to do. All we got is time. All right, everybody. We'll chat soon.